A bear to wrong. A bear to wrong. Not the bear to right, but a bear to wrong. So let's get this show on the road. You know, I wanted to tell you, uh, I got a joke for you to start the show. We're going to oh, start the show with well, a joke. Why not? Just do yeah. that. So Elmer Fudd and Daffy Duck broke into a distillery one night. Uh-oh. And Daffy Duck says, is this whiskey? And Elmer Fudd says, well, of course it's whiskey, but not as whiskey as wobbing a bank. <laughs> I like it. I approve that message. Oh, I have to remember that. I'm going to write that down. That's, um, yeah, okay. <laughs> That's really good, actually. It's um, a cute little joke. It is. Cute, it cute, is. Cute. Um, speaking of being informed... I found out that a yes. B that comes from America is called a USB. So it must do computer stuff too, I a guess. US, it must be computer stuff. Yeah. Yes, a USB. Absolutely. And I also want to. A GBB. A what GBB? A GBB. A GBB. A Great Britain B. A Great Britain B. A GBB. <laughs> a GBB. That's wonderful. And <laughs> before we start, <laughs> yes. I, I want you to know that the steak is done, done, done. Okay, now I'm done. Now oh. I'm done. Now, <laughs> now you're done. Roll that music. Oh, yeah, gosh. okay, okay. <laughs> well, Moo Bark Fluff, greetings, hello, salutations, aloha, hola, and hello. I am Barely Normal, your pod voice that's really noise. Oh, that was dumb. And <laughs> with me once again to fill your heart with fluff and fun is Tabin. How the fluff are you, Tabin? Well, hi. Thank you. Yes. Um. Uh, yes. As he just said, my name is Tabin. I am a pup bark bark. And thanks for asking. I'm doing I'm doing good. I've been running around and doing the stuff. And and uh, that's, that's how I've been, I guess. So what about you? How are you, Mr. Barely? I'm pretty good. The week went pretty fast. It's been so many things happening at work and in my personal life and mom and dad and all that stuff. So oh, yeah. it's been it's been a whirl a whirlwind of whiskey. <laughs> a whirlwind of whiskey. I want to say that we were recording our other podcast and uh, I said I don't want you to be overwhelmed and pup Loki went overwhelmed overwhelmed. Why did you use the H in that word? You don't use the H in that word. Oh. I said, sure you do. Just like you say, cool whip. Cool whip? Cool whip, yeah. You mean cool whip? Yeah, cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. You're saying it weird. Why are you putting so much emphasis on the H? What are you talking about? I'm just saying it. Cool whip. You put cool whip on pie. Pie tastes better with cool whip. You know. <laughs> cool whip. That, that, that's a trigger, apparently, for Pup. <laughs> that's a trigger for Pup Loki, obviously. So, yes. of course, then I had to... I had to tease him with it the whole night. Oh, I bet. Oh, every I, I word I could are. think of. You know, I said whiskey and cool whip and overwhelmed and, and all sorts of things like that. <laughs> oh, poor pup. Um, poor I pup, found out pup. that yes. the way that the moon cuts his hair is eclipse it. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. So no, 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 you know, no, you, used maybe to, not. you used to you used to say that you didn't search out bad jokes, but I think you do. I think you do search I out bad jokes for this podcast now. Pa- bad. That's all I do is just I can't help it. But I but something that's yeah. not a bad joke is um, yes. just last night or the night before I forget. I rewatched. You probably remember you made the Tabin at FC twenty nineteen video. Yes, I, I do remember it. Yes, <laughs> um, I remember making it. I don't know that I remember it. What I yeah. did with it, but yes. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. Probably if you were to rewatch it, you'd remember. Anyway, so I happened to rewatch it the other day, and you did such a good job with that. And it was well, like you. brought back memories, and maybe I had a little oh. teary in my puppy eye, but it, it was really, really <laughs> good. You did a really good job with that. Um, so I guess shout <laughs> well, out, shout, a shout thank out you. to Barely here. Shout all out you to Barely. Fear, Hooray. All you fears. Fears. All you fears. All you fears. Don't fears <laughs> and go Don't check out this video and this wonderful job that Barely did. <laughs> now, if I could just get somebody to monetize my skills, I then I would be a happy little camper. I could just do video audio editing all day long, all day long. and not have to worry about anything else. You know, like so. like real life and stuff. Like a, Don't do that. Like, but then I would probably get tired of doing it because that's, then it's not a hobby anymore. That's, that's your job. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's your job. I want yeah. to ask you something. 
Okay. And that's, that's good because the question, <laughs> an interrogative usually means you want to ask somebody something, but go for it. Yes. Okay. Um, so what do you call a gopher that hides in a grandfather clock? Hmm. What do you call a gopher that hides in a grandfather clock? I don't know. I, I can't think of that one. What you you, you know, it? I don't know either. And that's why I was asking you to see if you knew, but you don't. So. Oh, I don't know. Go for time. I don't know. Go for, go for this, go for that. I don't know. That's like Maybe, the old joke. Uh, the, the nursery rhyme, hickory dickory dock, three mice ran up the clock. The clock struck one and the other two escaped with minor injuries. <laughs> <laughs> oh my cow. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. Indeed. Shall we get to recounting our past today? Let us recount the past that is now today. Exactly. Exactly. In Zadi. Not only indeed, but also in Zachly. Exactly, or Imzadi, which is a Star Trek reference for those of you that know the oh, next generation. And if you know what Imzadi is, then uh, write in on our BFFT chat and tell me that you knew what that was. That's true. Mm. Yes, please do, because I should know that, but I, it doesn't come to me. So yes, all you furs, let us know. Let me know, because Barely already knows. Yes, let us know. Okay, so last week I used the word calcitrant. You did. Uh, to mean... To mean subjugated or underneath things. Well, that's not what it means. That's totally oh, wrong. Oh, okay. calcitrant means uh, calcitrant means stubborn. Oh, and uh. that was the opposite of what I meant to mean. And the in Indiana Jones, the movie line was the penitent man. Oh, the penitent man, not, not the, the calcitrant, calcitrant man. man. Because <laughs> no, I was sure a dummy bear last week. I'll tell you that. That's for sure. But that was the only thing that I had for last week. Or the past today, but uh, do you have anything? Have you listened I, to any of our past pod episodes? I still, I've been so busy, I still haven't. But I do have. Really? Um, I mean, I, uh-huh. I've got this list. You know, I it's in the I got well, a list, the queue. Mm-hmm. But I've got a list in to that. I wonder if Pup Loki would also go crazy if you said listen. Will you listen to me? Listen. Will you listen to me? You know, I don't say it that. I say listen. Oh, but I, 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 I the. But overwhelmed, yes. He probably won't listen to this, but any other person, any other poison, any other poison that might be triggered by that, they might be triggered by that, that void, you know, who knows? I, I've fallen in back into my joysy. It's like, <laughs> going to go down to 30, 30, and 30 and sit on the stoop and watch the boys choice. You, so, so you did, you must have used to play <laughs> basketball then because you just fell right back into your jersey. I did mm. fall right back, or it could be a football jersey. It could be a football, or a cricket jersey. Eclipse or it, cricket. Eclipse it, or Eclipse cricket. It. I hear go. crickets. <laughs> I hear crickets oh, all the time. My cow. So, so what do you have for the past? <laughs> a queerlock touched him up. <laughs> a queerlock touched him up. Yes. Math and my chicken. No, I'm crazy. I mean, that's not what I have for past. Wallaby socks. Wallaby. <laughs> Socks. Left shark is for Off life. Off the rails. Oh, yes. Dun, dun, dun. Like the steak. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Hi. Hi. How are you doing tonight, Barry? People might think we're high because oh, we just go like this and cow. we're not, though. We um, might be a little uh, drunk on podcast fluid, but we're not high. Hi. I'm um, so... Speaking... So last yes. week you mentioned the lime cucumber Gatorade. That is now your favorite Gatorade. Yes. And yes. I I tried some today, believe it or not. Uh-huh. And? Very and? cucumbery. Yeah. Yeah. But very tasty, I must uh, say. It'd be great for a hot day, I think. It would be a really refreshing beverage. Hence why I tried it, because it's been a hot... <laughs> and when I went to the grocery store the first time, that's all they had left, because nobody was buying it. So oh. I thought, well, I'll try it. Okay. And then I loved it. And I was like, well, okay. So now I've gone back a couple of times, and... Other people have discovered it as well, and so oh. it's missing as well. So it's, okay, so maybe yeah, that will be disappearing on you. I know. Well, it's if it so were terrible. on you, you probably need a shower then because it'd be all sticky if it were on you. I know that's stupid, but I, I want to unless see- it's the sugar free. Ah, yes, yeah, sugar free. You wouldn't get sticky. You wouldn't get sticky. You just get all wet and yeah. cucumbery. and smell like a lime cucumber. And yeah, that would be an interesting <laughs> and an odd. 
thing to smell like. So as a side note, something I tried the other day that I had had before, there is a drink called Lemon Perfect. Have you heard of this drink? Lemon Perfect. I have not. I haven't it either. It's, it's, a, mm. it's a hydrating lemon water, a lemon power okay. beverage, they call it. <laughs> hmm. So, okay. so it, it's, it's, cool. a, it's a lemon water thing, but it's got like lots of different flavors. It's got um, dragonberry, right. blueberry, acai, mango, star. I've only tried the blueberry acai one, and it's it's actually pretty good. I like it. Um, so, so why is it called lemon water if it's blueberry acai? Well, it, it's still a lemon water, but it's got like oh, a blueberry and other flavor other accents. They do have like ah. like their original, like the original lemon water or uh, lemon, lemon water. perfect is yes. just lemon. But um, <laughs> oh, okay. But but yeah. this is kind of fun. What, what does a blueberry accent sound like? You said it has blueberry accents. Is it like a Russian accent or a German accent? Eclipse it. I, I am a blueberry. It's a French blueberry. A blueberry. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder I if we have Where any more listeners. This? this is crazy. <laughs> I know. After this, we're 10 minutes in and they're, they're like, they're leaving in droves. Leaving in I wonder droves. if I can watch. Indeed, droves. in droves. But so um, this Lemon Perfect is uh, five calories. And zero sugar. Ooh. And as Ooh. it says on the bottle, packed with vitamin C, electrolytes from potassium. And here, here's it. You can, well, our listeners can't see it, but I'll show you barely. This is what the, well, it's lemon perfect. Yeah. Okay. And it, it's a pretty purple bottle. It's, it's actually kind of nice. And you can put, you know, I mean, you can add like Splenda or, or sugar or something to it if you want. But um, yeah. I think alone is yeah. pretty good. It, it's not caffeinated. That's okay. That's okay. Some people don't so like good. caffeine in their drinks. Some people, yeah. And I mean, if you're going, like if it's in the evening and you just want something mm -hmm. nice to refresh with, you can have one of these and get electrolytes. And that's just crazy. Anyway, that's my past Anyways. today that... Um, that's it, huh? Dove okay. into uh, current things that are current happening. Current things. <laughs> well, in that case, let's get to the section that we thought would not last this long. That's just stupid. There's a lot <laughs> of stupid things out there, apparently. <laughs> are you stupid or something? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. Okay. A California burglar forgot his keys inside a crime scene. So a Northern California burglar returned to the scene of the crime this last weekend after he forgot his keys inside a donut shop that he stole from. Hmm. Okay. The thief stole some petty cash from a place called Johnny's Donuts inside the San Francisco Bay Area on Saturday night a couple weeks ago. And then so he forgot his keys and he went back. He broke in a second time. To find his keys. <laughs> okay. And this time, he just grabbed all the keys that were in the office, including all the bakery vehicles. Uh, he didn't steal any vehicles. He just left. He just, he just took all the keys. <laughs> okay. It's like, and he was on camera twice. So he didn't realize. So the funny thing is, after he broke in the first time, they put his picture out on the news and stuff. Oh, yeah. For breaking in with the camera. So he knew there was a camera there. So he broke in again, knowing there was a camera there, and he got his picture taken again. I mean, that's just stupid. <laughs> that fits into this section, I think. Yes. Fits into this. Yes. So in Great Britain, we're going to go back to a place called Malmesbury, England. Malmesbury. A drunk driver crashed into a restaurant or hotel restaurant, and the hotel chef, Dean Wade, started chasing the driver who crashed into his shop, into his, his restaurant. And they reached a fence of a wildlife sanctuary. So the drunk driver jumped over the fence and he said, don't go in there. Look at that emu. It will do you in. And sure enough, the guy says, I can fight emus. And scaled the fence containing the six and a half foot bird and its offspring. Oh my. Now, the driver was throwing kung fu kicks drunkenly and punches at the emu who was just moving out of the way with each jab <laughs> and kept just pecking him in the face and in the head and in the eyes and, and his and his chest and Wade recounted it must have hurt he was stabbing his body all over okay <laughs> like... nice very nice <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of emus or emu. emu was in the news in Houston just recently a flightless bird was stuck using its two feet as it darted through traffic during an escape in Houston. It escaped from its little sanctuary. 
Police said they responded to a traffic hazard when residents spotted an emu, who they initially reported as an ostrich, roaming... Is it emu or emu? Emu. Emu? (laughs) He sure did. Like a cow. Uh Emu like a cow. He did. That's right. Uh, So it led the police on a slow speed chase (laughs) until it was eventually captured and returned to its owner. And in other Houston news, a herd of cows... Wait, wait, wait. What, um, what? What? It was an actual <laughs> slow speed chase like you see on like South Park and everything? Yes. The the cops were with lights with the- and sirens trying to trying to <laughs> hurt the emu. It's- okay, okay. I'm sorry. I just had to clarify that. Okay. Okay. I'm good. I'm good now. Oh my cow. Yeah. That actually happened. So, and speaking of cows in Houston, a herd of cows who got out of their grazing area was walking down the streets of the Houston neighborhood, just mooing along. I guess the emu didn't want to be left out of the papers. I guess not. I, <laughs> I guess not. Oh, that's adorable so, somehow. In Wisconsin, a couple opened a, you ready for this? Museum, spelled M-E-U as in mew, oh my cow. for kitties. Yeah. To show off their cat figurine collection. A Wisconsin couple turned their collection of more than 13,000 13,000 cat pop. figurines <gasps> and figurine and feline themed pieces in of art into a museum to raise money for shelter cats, which is nice. Sean Redner yeah. and Hillary Siegel Redner said they remodeled the basement of their I gotta, I'm going to mess this word up. Meno Menomonomy Meno Menomani Menomani Falls home so that they could increase the number of cat figurines on display in the house. Also known as Redner's Rescue Cat Figurine Museum, they went from 4,000 in 2020 to 7,000 in July of this year. So there you oh go. Quite cow. a lot of weird things in the news. And you want to go to your museum. Apparently. And wow. that is news of the stupid. It is. <laughs> um. Stupid is stupid does, sir. Wow, that's that's quite exciting. I have to follow that up. I have a very stupid joke. Okay, let's hear the stupid joke. Because we haven't had any Not, stupid. We I, don't have. We haven't had any jokes at all tonight. So you need to have those jokes in the there. Stupid joke. Well, any joke I say is usually stupid. But so two cowboys yeah. came upon an Indian lying on his stomach with his ear to the ground. One of the cowboys okay. stops and says to the other, "Do you see that Indian?" And the other cowboy says, "Yes." And the first cowboy says, look, he's he's listening to the ground. He can hear things for miles in any direction. Just then, the Indian looks up. Covered wagon, he says, about two miles away. Have two horses, one brown, one white. Man, woman, child, furniture in wagon. And the cowboy says, incredible. This Indian knows how far away they are, how many horses, what color they are, what's in the way. Just from listening to the ground. This is just amazing. And then the Indian looks up and says, Uh, not amazing. Wagon ran over me 30 minutes ago. <laughs> and that's that. Yeah, okay. I have a little almost not safe for work joke, but I'll tell it to you anyway. Oh. So this guy was vacationing in Mexico. And he comes across this Mexican uh, taking his siesta next to a tree. And next to the tree is his burrow. And he's sitting there. And the guy says, comes up to him and says, pardon me, but do you know what time it is? And the guy reached over and lifted and put his hands on the donkey's testicles and lifted up and came back down and says, it's one o'clock. And the guy said, that's amazing. You can tell what time it is by touching the the burrow's testicles. He says, no, no, no. I lift them up so I can see the clock tower over there. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll just, Uh, I'll move on to say, (laughs) um, for what is for, um, your cat stupid story reminded me of, you know, I, I have a little deck on my little, puppy house where I run around. And there's a little, you know, my honey likes Japanese maples and everything. And we've talked about it on the show. Yes. And there on the deck, there's this big pot with a Japanese maple in it. And in the pot, mm-hmm. there's a little birdie nest. And and there's uh-huh. two little birdies 
um, like two little baby birdies in there. Um, it, they're they're mm-hmm. kind of hard to see because, you know, there's like leaves and everything. But anyway, they're in there. I was looking at them the other day, and apparently mommy doesn't like having this big dog looking at her uh, little no. baby birdies or something. Because all of a sudden I hear this little... And, and and I look over and um and the tree kind of next to me or well you know five feet away or something there's mommy bird and she was definitely expressing her displeasure with this situation by going chip chip mm-hmm. chipping at me and she didn't it was really such a fun and cute situation that was happening and I had to tell you about that well, I wasn't even leading up yeah, to a joke that that's seemed- something that actually happened. <laughs> That actually happened. So the other day I was, and this isn't a joke either, but the other day I'm laying in bed. It's it's early morning. And, you know, at, where I live in Oregon, it gets hot during the day and it gets cold at night. I mean, it gets cooled down at night. So I open up the windows before I go to bed and then it cools it the yeah, house yeah. down. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so then I have a fan going. So it's probably like five o'clock in the morning on Saturday. And I hear crows and they're just going crazy. And it wakes me up. Because there's mm. so many cawing of all these crows. Hmm. I look that out the window and there's an entire. Huh. It was murder. There was an entire murder of crows circling over my neighbor's house. They were dive bombing oh. the house and wow. screaming and screeching, and, and 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 it was just like, what the heck's going on? Well, it turns out there was a cat that must have gotten into one of the crows' nests, oh. and the crows were not happy they with this cat, and it was. That. It was sitting in the backyard, and it didn't care about the crows. It didn't. It was just laying there in the <laughs> sun, care. enjoying itself. And the crows are just, and it's going crazy. And I'm just like, wow, for like an like almost most of the day, really, they were and really this, expressing their displeasure with that situation. They were really, <laughs> and it was just, I'm I'm outside going, just shut up already. Oh my god, just sh- go away. <laughs> oh no. And then every day for the past week, at least two. This cat lives in the house behind me over here. At least two crows, that must be their job now. They come over and they harass the cat every morning. And the kitty doesn't care. For like two or three hours. And the kitty doesn't care. I mean, it sits in the alley. It looks at them like, yeah, you know, it it raises its leg and cleans itself. And it's like, yeah, whatever, you know. But it was just. Oh, wow. Again, it must be their job. Two crows. They come and say. Someone's got to do it. They wake up in their nest and go, hey, time to go harass the kitty. Time to go harass the cat. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, well, that's cute Uh, and fun too. Although much noisier than my situation that I had. Well, yeah, I mean, it just wasn't chipping at me. It was chipping. But at first, and I what later on, I, I woke up when the neighbor was out. I said, did you guys like have a summoning last night? Because you called all the crows <laughs> in the area. So it's like, ah, crazy, 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 crazy. All right. Shall we do a little this or that? We haven't done this in very, a little bit. We haven't. Let's do some this or that. Would you rather have free pizza for life or free hamburgers for life you know that's of course a tough one i'm gonna have to go with the free pizza for life though and you know it can even have and when i say this there are some furs out there that are gonna like be very mad at me and Mm -hmm. we might get some hate mail from me saying this but i would actually even be okay if some of that pizza had pineapple on it (gasps) there i said it. i said it you said are they barking pineapples some of them might be, actually. Um, they might, yeah. They just might be. You know why I, I say that, though? pineapple about the... on a pizza oh. once in a while. Yeah, I know. People don't like it. I mean, people think that pineapple... You should not put fruit on pizza. Now, there's a place here in Salem, Oregon, that puts kiwi on their pizza along with the pineapple. Kiwi? Hmm, that's mm-hmm. something I have never experienced before. <laughs> I saw that on the menu. I was like... Nope. You nope, didn't try nope, that. Okay, nope. okay. <laughs> Did try it. Nope. You went for the normal person's pizza? Yeah, I, I'm a pepperoni pizza guy. Yeah, yep, yep. If I have to. Or a meat lover pizza from. <gasps> yes, yeah. You know, this pup you know, loves the like meat that. lover, yep, with the pepperoni mm-hmm. and like Italian sausage, ground beef, or whatever they've got or stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, good stuff. Okay. Would you rather only dance to pop music? Hmm. Or never dance again. Oh, well, well you... it's going to be the pop music stuff because, well, you know about me. I like dancing. So. <laughs> and I well, do like, yeah. I like. And you dance to pop music anyway. So. I do. 80s and stuff at cons. If they ever actually play 80s music at cons, I, I, I love the dancing yeah. stuff at 80s. So, yeah, that was a no brainer. <laughs> okay. Would you like to shop only in a store you hate 
or never shop again. Well, I kind of need to have stuff, so I guess I'll go for the store I hate. <laughs> again, no brainer. Would you rather? This is a strange one. Would you rather sleep on the floor or suspended from the wall? <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. That's a weird one. Sleep on that the is a very floor strange one. or suspended? I think I'll take the floor from the wall. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, um, sure. Uh, from the wall. Well, I'm not even going to ask you this one. It's, I'm not even going to ask you this one because it's it, there's, it's really not his choice for you. So, oh, okay. <laughs> um, it wanted to know: Would you rather have dog food or cat food? It's not a choice. I That's mean, not. I mean, food, there's, duh. Yeah. Yeah, you're that. a dog. Yeah, you're a pup. Yeah, so it's like so. It doesn't so work. We're just gonna nope. cross that one out. That was number one twenty six of the three thousand and one. Okay, by the way. we're making okay. it. We're getting there. Okay, now this is a this is a hygiene thing. Hygiene, how are you Would doing? You Having rather, a nice day, Mister Gene. Hi. He's going to. He's doing good. Yeah. Would you rather clean your ears with a washcloth or a cotton swab? You know, I'd say they're reaching, but we're not even two hundred into this three thousand. So I'm so scared for like when we yeah. get into the thousands or something. I guess. Yeah. How about a washcloth? Okay, because you know I've sense. got these I mean, big floppy earsies, and and a washcloth makes more sense. I think. Absolutely. Uh, well, you know what time it is now. It is time for me to tell you a little um thing. Oh, a little thing. Let me hear your little thing. Ding, ding, ding. That's a little thing. No. So um, Mrs. Smith was making final arrangements. She was going to have like this big elaborate reception. And um, so she said to her her helper, Nora, she said, for the first half hour um, that people are arriving, I would like you to stand at at the entranceway door and call the guest names as they arrive. And Nora's face just lit okay. right up. She's like, oh, thank you so much, ma'am. I've been waiting to do that to some of your friends for like 20 years. To call the Wait, names. What? To call the Oh. <laughs> 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 I thought that was cute. Anyway. Okay. Well, it's time now for that wonderful section, Furries in the News. <laughs> this is starting out grand. Starting out grand oh, indeed, yes. Okay, and I haven't, I just realized I haven't ex- explained this for like quite a while to to Fur, so I guess I'll just remind you, um, or if this is your first time listening to the show, if this is your first time listening to the show and you've made it this far in, ah, there are so many words I could say right now that I'm not going to. I'll just say thank you. But so what I'm going to do now is a thing that mm-hmm. started like in the beginning, in season one. In the long, long ago. In the long, yes. long ago. For whatever reason, furries in the news reminded me of pigs in space from the Muppets. Like if you ever saw that. And it goes, pigs in space. And so I just started like doing a thing. And I just randomly do a thing that is scary and stupid. So I'm going to do that now. I guess introduce this section again <laughs> since I did all that. It's time now, once again, for that great section of our podcast known as Furries in the News. Oh, my furries. Where are the furries they are in? Somewhere. Are they in Bosnia? Are they in Argentina? They are sometimes, and in fact, all the time, they are in the... (laughs) What's going on with me? Wow. Sounded like someone just choked him. I don't know what's going on. There. I'm back. I, I I got choked. I passed out. I'm back now. Thank you. <laughs> well, first off, big news for the podcast for barely fur casting for barely normal and for the tater. 
The tater finished all of the art for the poem <gasps> and the book Sand in My Fur. Oh. Yes. Clappy clap with yes. the puppies. Yep. That's exciting. I'm working on getting it published. It's very exciting. She sent me all the files today. She's very excited to have that. And cool. uh, she she said she wanted to get it before she went on her overseas vacation. She's leaving for vacation oh. in a few days. Okay, nice. To very go nice. to Poland. Oh, wow. Where she's going to spend a month with her partner in Poland. Oh, that's so, right. That's that very fun. exciting. Um, shout out yeah. to Tater. So. I'll have to um, mm -hmm. give her a yay, Tater, on the telegram. Yay, Tater. Thank hi, you, Tater. Yay, yes. Tater. I'll write a note. Yeah. But that's very exciting. How did they turn out? Awesome. They're yeah. so awesome. They're so good. She totally captured everything. the essence of the poem. It's so cool. And in fact, there is a character in there that kind of looks like Tabin but is not Tabin because oh. it's different colors, but it has Tabin colors on the collar. Oh, so okay. It's a little tip to the a, hat. It's a tip of the little hat. tip of the hat to Tabin <laughs> okay. in the story. Yay. Yes. It's very exciting. That's very exciting. Yes. I'll send you that picture uh, yeah. after we do this. So you can see that one. So, you so can for see all you cool. furs, right. you can go back to, um, um, barely you'll have to many drop episodes in. Ago. Yeah, many I've... episodes ago. Find what episode that is and drop it in so that um, you first can go back and listen first to hear the poem. Um, the poem that Barely wrote called mm -hmm. Sand in My Fur. I think I'd, I, I'm going to say this so that I can feel that, that I have some part in it. I think I, ha I had a slight help with the inspiration a little bit. I want to say that. I don't know if it's true, but it, it seems like the – I don't know. Anyway. You did. I did. did. Okay, I mean, it was a discussion we had. It was a discussion we had. I said something about sand in my fur, and you said that sounds like a poem. And then the next episode, I had written the poem. Yes. Very Doctor Whoish, not Doctor Whoish, Doctor Seussish. Doctor Seussish. Um, yes. Seussish. That's hard to say. Seussish. It is. Seussish. Yes. Seussish. And Seussish. Anyway, getting on to more furries in the news. Hi. There's a new movie that was released on July 15th called Pause of Fury. Oh, really? I have legend. not heard of this. The Legend of Hank. That's the subtitle. <laughs> the Legend of Hank. That's cute. <laughs> Hank. Yes. It's a cartoon take. Are you ready for this? On the 1971 Mel Brooks movie Blazing Saddles. Oh, wow. We've we've talked about that on the show. Yeah. <gasps> I we have to have, check this right. out. It's set. It's only in theaters. It didn't get released to video or or straight to streaming. So you have to go to the theaters at least for the next couple of weeks oh, before it comes okay, out on okay, streaming. Okay. So it's it's. I don't know how it managed that, but uh, it did. It's set in feudal Japan. If you are familiar with the the movie Blazing Saddles, the premise of this movie is going to sound very similar. The evil governor wants to take over a town and is populated by kitties. Oh, So nice. he sends a doofus samurai to protect them from the governor's evil henchmen, hoping to offend their sensibilities and make the town go away. Oh. Which is pretty much the plot of Blazing Saddles. He sends the black sheriff, uh, hoping to insult the townspeople so that they leave the town and go like that. So they were concerned when they made this that it was kind of an homage to Mel Brooks and Blazing Saddles, that he might not like it and he might uh -huh. sue them. Uh -huh. However, he actually asked if he could voice one of the characters when he read the oh. script. And so... He's one of the characters. Awesome. Mel Brooks voices one of the characters. One of the bit, ca bit characters, kind of a cameo, but uh, he thought it was great. Awesome. I'll have to so, check this out. That's awesome. There you go. I'll have to check that out. Yep. All right. Uh, VR chat security update throws the metaverse into chaos. That's the headline. As we know, there's a lot of things and a lot of furries on VR chat, uh, as we know from mm -hmm. various things that are going on there. Well, VR Chat, the popular virtual reality social platform, is testing a security update that would make the game harder to mod, and the community is, well, in a word, they're pissed. The update is part of VR Chat's implementation of the Easy Anti-Cheat, or EAC. Oh. EAC is a program commonly used in competitive multiplayer games to prevent the use of hacks and cheats. Oh. Now, EAC would stop the bulk of VR Chat's mods even though these mods have nothing to do with cheating. That's true. And it's yeah. almost impossible to cheat in a game like this anyway. I mean, it's not really So in a case game, you're it's... angry. No, it's a it's a thing. It's they a thing. actually call it a game. Oh, yeah, they do. They actually call it a, why they call it a game? I don't know. Who knows? In case you're angry and want to show there's some info from the VR chat modding group on the team's post, you can go there and, you know, and voice your nastiness to them. Whether it does any good, no one's going to know. No one will be able to tell until the end of the time. But um, 
if it, it prevents you from using anti-crash mods, it prevents you from using all other mods until you've come to enjoy. So it prevents you from using safe open source mods that never made anyone's experience worse. So, so that would be okay. Can, so that explains why, because in I'm in a, a tele, VR chat Telegram group, and they were uh-huh. I I didn't read any of it. I was just noticed someone saying, "So what do you think about this VR thing? And what are we going to do?" What now? They're now I know why they were doing that. But now, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. I'm not going to be able to do this stuff anymore. Stuff. So, but it's just in testing. So I think if enough uh, furs and people get mad about it, they'll just say, "Well, same. we tried. The test wasn't failed. Good. Yep. Yeah, yeah." It wasn't worth it. Well, I mean, it's good so. to try things as long as, you know, it works out well. So they'll try it and it'll fail. I, I and that's guess. Right. <laughs> sure. There you go. All right. Have you got any news items before we get to the upcoming events? Um, I do not. And we forgot to talk about media. Did we forget media again? I just, I just, I just happened right to over that. <laughs> wow. I just glazed right over that. Well, we could do media after we do upcoming events. How's okay. that? Since we're in the middle of the news. Okay. All right. Uh, Ski Sharp mentioned in the chat that there is a Wisconsin campout, wilderness campout at the Astico County Park in Columbus, Wisconsin. And we have, we will post, post a link for the registration on that on our website. So you can go register for that if you desire. Also along on that time, um, you know what? I can't. I don't know when that is. It's not in there. Yeah, I was just noticing. So like, click when, on the registration link. <laughs> yeah. Uh, click on the registration link in our web chat, and you will know when you can go to that in Wisconsin. <laughs> uh, it's, go. it's coming up, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It might have happened already. Who knows? But it, if it already go. happened, it's still coming up because there'll be next year. <laughs> That's right. There'll be one next year. Still, sorry. Anyway. Blah, 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 blah. So blah, our weekly plug. Of course, for the new convention in Seaside, Oregon, get out the float October 27th through the 30th at the Seaside Convention Center, and the registration form will be on the website as well. Still only 12 registrants, so get registered. I think get last registered. week there were 14. Did we lose some? Oh, was there 14 last week? I hmm. think. Maybe okay. maybe there was. Oh, I think there was 14. Yes. 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 Okay. So now, because I said there was 10 more than us four. Yes. And then uh, 10, 10 plus four, us four makes up is 14. Four Math is of, hard. Of, yes. I am implored. This is stupid. An, <laughs> I don't know. This, <laughs> 10 plus four is not a boar. It's a pig. It's a goat. It's anyway, a pig. <laughs> it's a goat. Goat. The greatest of all time. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Coming up August 5th through the 7th in Carib Royal, Orlando, in Orlando, Florida, is Megaplex 2020. Uh, the next weekend after that in uh, Buenos Aires, Buenos Aires, Buenos Aires, wow, Buenos Aires, let me <laughs> speak my enunciations <laughs> into the microphone, Abasto Hotel Buenos Aires in Buenos Aires, Argentina, is the Argentina Fur Fiesta 2022, that's August 12th through the 14th, also on the same weekend, August 12th through the 14th, is Wild Prairie FurCon. In Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. So you can go to Canada if you can't get to Argentina. The weekend after that, of course, is a Denver. Ooh. Good old Denver. In the Sheridan, Denver, downtown, downtown, not the downtown, but the downtown hotel. Downtown in Denver, Colorado. Downtown. downtown with a downhound. And then you can get to East Berlin, not East Berlin, but Berlin <laughs> at the Estrel. You could go to East Berlin. It, there you won't could. be a fur con there, but you could go. You could go. <laughs> it's a, it's a Euro Ferns 2022, August 24th through the 28th in Estrel, Berlin. Then that same weekend in Philadelphia is Furry-Delphia 2022. Also that same weekend in wow. Indianapolis, Indiana is Indie Fur Con 2022. Indie and those are the upcoming events that are happening around the world for your enjoyment, Enjoy pleasure, pleasure, your furry pleasure, furry. your furry pleasures. I, I am doing this for whatever reason. I'm not sure why. I don't know what this. I don't know either. Ah. Well, Chitaro, you're here to review a movie. What movie are you reviewing today? Well, today I am reviewing a movie called, and I know you're going to laugh, Chicken Hair and the Hamster of Darkness. 
Okay. <laughs> chicken hair. Is that a chicken that's a rabbit yeah. or is it chicken with hair on it? It's a rabbit that has chicken legs and some chicken feathers. Okay. Um, and that's All right. And that's kind of important in this movie because well first off I want to say that it was that this movie just came out this year. Okay. And it's on Netflix for any of those who want to go out and watch it. But uh, the, the the movie is very interesting because well it's very indiana jones like let's just say that part um up front because it begins in the jungle with these two brothers searching for well the hamster of darkness which is okay. some staff that uh, is has mystical powers and they go through this temple and there's booby traps and things like that, that they have to go through um well then they grab this uh idol and as soon as they grab the idol the building starts collapsing and caving and then they run outside and that's when one of them finds this baby that is hence called chicken hair it's interesting because the the person the the bunny that is becomes this chicken hair's father is an adventurer and um the, so his the chicken hair's whole entire life all he wants to really do is um become an adventurer so he does everything he possibly can to to fall in the steps of his father and um there's this thing called the Royal Adventure Society and chicken hair really wants to be a part of that because his father was and so he tries to become an adventurer and takes this trial and unfortunately he fails Oh no. The reason he failed was because he was getting teased and so he decided to <clears throat> as ironic as this is going to sound, he decided to put on a disguise so he wore a hat and he put on bunny feet. <clears throat> okay. Hopefully that would make him fit in, right? Mm -hmm. Well, the unfortunate part was because of this disguise, that's why he kind of didn't uh, continue or or didn't get um through the trial. Because of that, he couldn't become an adventurer. His father said you should find something else to do, and he said, "Well, I really still want to be an adventurer." And so he um decides, "I'm going to try to find the hamster of darkness." So the adventure ensues and he ends up finding a skunk through here being his guide. And the skunk was basically an interesting creature character because she was tr uh told him the story of you need to be uh who you are not try to be something you're not. So when they fell into some quicksand, the skunk was trying to get chicken hair out of the quicksand and his bunny feet came off and then she started realizing, "Oh, you're different. You have chicken feet. What else is used chicken?" And you know, and <laughs> she finds out, "Well, the interesting part is is that the adventure continues and I'm not going to talk about that specifically but at one part they do actually find the hamster of darkness and something happens where they end up losing it and then the skunk tells chicken hair basically that you need to look into yourself and find yourself because that's what's important you can't do anything until you become yourself and so with that chicken hair ends up uh taking a rope and falling down this chasm and then ends up developing feathers on his ears and his arms and then flies up to the top and they get out of the cavern and um so on and so forth and uh the the end of the story i'm going to keep for the listeners to watch because it's kind of interesting specifically mm -hmm. since the hamster of darkness harnesses a million hamsters they do show that on screen so it's kind of fun wow. but uh but for the most part th this was a really adventurous movie like i said it it really had a lot of indiana jones uh themes and um there were lots of different jokes about various things and of course because his adventure friend is a skunk there are a couple of <clears throat> skunk moments uh let's mm -hmm. just say and uh you know so so with that i i'm going to say people should watch this because it's kind of exciting it's fun there's some sad parts and there's a lot of funny parts and if i had to say what i would rate it i would call this one a four and a half jerk uh, movie because it it really did kind of keep me on the end of my seat wanting to know what happened. Well, there you have it, ladies and furs. 
four and a half chirps from Chitaro for Chicken Hair and the Hamster of Darkness. Okay, so Tabid, you watched this movie. What did you think of it? Um, I thought it was I thought it was cute. It wasn't like monumental, the best thing ever or something, but um it, it was cute. It was, you know, uh in the very beginning, like they got the Indiana Jones music and stuff, and they do mm. Indiana Jones things and get the thing and stuff. But then like and then you get the opening credits and stuff, and then there's no more Indiana Jones stuff. It's just like I'm not sure. Oh, why they introduced okay. it that way, but okay. But there, no, it's kind of a cute story. You know, I think it's a good thing just to, you know, watch if you just want something fun to watch. And it's nice. It's good animation, of course. And it's, you know, very nice for furries and everything. I guess mm-hmm. that's my mm-hmm. synopsis. Chitaro did a much better job than I did, but um, there it goes. Is goes. There it goes. As uh, Tabin pointed out, we skipped over our media section. So we're going to go back. We're going to rewind back rewind. to media and talk about what we've been doing. All right, so I watched The Bad Guys. Oh, nice, uh, with Mr. Wolfie? Mr. Wolfie, yep. Nice. So I had to say, it was a cute movie. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. It was was one of those things, I I went down to the kitchen to make lunch, and I thought, you know, I could go sit at my desk and work and eat lunch, but I think I'm going to watch a movie. So I turned on The Bad Guys and watched that while I ate my lunch. It was kind of fun. Yeah. I liked it. Okay, yeah. so okay, that's so, good to know. So it's is it on Netflix or something? It's on Netflix. It's it's a little over an hour. So if you want like to watch lunches. it during lunch, you'd have to, like two lunches. Yeah, yeah. That's that's but, how you know, I, I just, watched. I just worked a little. I just worked a little later in the afternoon after I watched oh, it. Okay. So, yeah. I will I have, have to that, check it. Out. I have that luxury. Good, mm-hmm. but so it was good. Do you yeah, you yeah. liked it? Do you recommend it? I oh definitely recommend it. Yeah, oh, okay. I think it was a really good movie. Yeah, nice. The art I'll was good. The plot was good. Mm-hmm. And there's a wolfie. So there's a wolfie. He's a cute wolfie. He's I sexy. like a wolfie. Yeah. Yeah. I like wolfie. So I also, actually, I thought the piranha was the cutest character. That's just The piranha? Me. Oh, cute. Um, okay. I'll check yeah, it out. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. I've also been watching a series on the History Channel called The Food That Built America. I may have talked about this show before. Uh, it's very good, and it talks about all the beginnings of various different things that we take for granted now in the food world, like chewing gum and candy and oh. donuts and mm-hmm. pizza and all those things, which really were not our breakfast. Breakfast was not a thing really in the early 1900s. Oh. It was not a thing. There, there was not breakfast foods. So it was interesting to watch this series about different things, uh, you know, like Kentucky Fried Chicken. Who knew? Um, <laughs> and we take them all for granted today. So Hershey's chocolate, you know, it had to start sometime. You know, it's really great when we take it for granted because granted really needs all the help he can get. Yes, we take it for him. Take it for him. Yeah. Carrie granted. But uh, two of my favorite episodes so far <laughs> dealt with uh, Coke versus Pepsi. Oh, okay. And, That's interesting. Uh, which I did not realize this. Pepsi, the guy that came up with Pepsi, really got bought out and got drummed out of the Pepsi business. He went on to invent other things, but he did not uh, reap the rewards of Pepsi at all. Oh, really? So, yeah. It was dun, kind dun, of, dun. Yeah. Dun, 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 indeed. Oh, those socks. Uh, same thing with popsicles. You. Oh, really? Same thing with popsicles. The guy that yeah, invented them didn't invented. reap any, anything from them. Didn't reap any of the benefits because he sold out to a bigger conglomerate. And then he was, you know, doing that stuff. And then the good humor people patented frozen treats on a stick. And they made sure that anything that was a frozen treat on a stick was a violation of their patent. And they bought up all those companies. So everything, everything that you see for the most part today, you'll see it's in little things says a good humor company, like bars and all that stuff say good humor company. And the other one that I found really, really interesting was uh, the Pizza Hut and Domino's story. Oh. How those two started. Yeah. So um, it's really an interesting, interesting, interesting series. If anybody is interested in uh, those kind of things, take a listen to it. It's called The Food That Built America. Are they now, like 30-minute episodes? or They're about an hour. Oh, okay. They're about an hour. So, yeah. Uh, and it's on the History Channel. Nice. Or on the Discovery app. The History Channel is part of the Discovery app on your TVs if you have the Discovery app. 
Uh, I also finished The Boys on Amazon. We have talked about this before. Very yeah. violent. Very, very violent. Yeah. And the main character is definitely a stand-in for our 45th president, oh. DT. <laughs> and uh, in fact, the last episode, remember when DT talked about how he could shoot a man on a busy street in New York City and people would cheer? I and yeah, I think I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one of this the one of the closing scenes in the last show, uh, the main character lasered a guy right in front of thousands of people uh, because he threw a can at him, and they all started cheering because he just and I thought, wow, that was totally a throwback to that line. Shout out, shout totally out a to throwback DT. Line. <laughs> yeah, yep. And then we watched the first two episodes of season three of Lost in Space on Netflix. Oh. Awesome, awesome, awesome show, I have to say. It's so good. There is really no other way to describe how great this show is. So do, do you so, like the show? It's all right. It's okay. Okay. It's yeah, worth checking out if you got a few seconds. It's worth it. I mean, if you got time, go check it out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what I've been watching on the, uh, the boob tube. How about you? Uh, well, we've continued, uh, you know, we're already watching 24. Again, the only way I can describe that is like you just described Lost in Space. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Best Jack Bauer is the, oh, Jack Bauer, Jack Bauer. Anyway, and so we, we, we're in season two now. We're continuing the real O'Neills. We t- I, I talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. We're in season two. And I mean, we've only seen about four episodes of season two. And I is there... Like, there's no season three, and this is back in 2016, so I imagine they're done after two seasons. Is that right? Yeah, it, it didn't last more than two seasons. That's so unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen the last few episodes, but it's like, I, I don't want to stop after two seasons. Well, but... that's because the guy that plays the gay guy. Kenny. Who's gay in real life, Kenny, oh. um, kind of went off the deep end about oh. some things. And so drama. They fired him and didn't didn't pick up the rest of the I series. Will have he to... basically killed. Yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> he I killed think, the series. No, this is this. I'll make a note when we're done watching season two. I'll look into this and find out because now now I want to know. I I don't want to know beforehand because I I want that to be like the. I mean, it wouldn't be a spoiler or anything, but I think it would be a no a uh, continuation of the story of the saga. If I listen to it, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore, but I'll research that out or in and find out. And I watched another episode of Samurai Rabbit, the Usagi Chronicles. Of course, I talked about this last week. Yes. And I mean, I've only seen two or three episodes. It's still good. I like it. Kind of some updates on it. So, you know, my honey knows a lot about Japanese culture and Japanese things and stuff. And he says, you might remember last week I was talking about how Bunny, Yuichi is his name, the Samurai Rabbit, he's arrogant and irresponsible. And so my honey said that he thinks that that's a trait of samurai is to be arrogant and responsible. So they got it right there. <laughs> that's good. And also, it's really cute. So in the episode I watched recently, the city guards, you know, I mean, they're guards. So they have like helmets or something. You know, that's what city guards have. But the the city guards, their helmets are pup hood. Pup hood. I can't even say it. Pup hoods. So it's like whoever created hoods. this show okay. actually, like, they know about furry and stuff because it's just really okay. cute. They, they are obvious, like, pup hoods. It's really cute. Anyway, but that's what, that's my media for the week. All right. So, Tabin, you have not had math for a while. A while. <laughs> a while. Yeah. It's ruined. Don't ruin it. <laughs> it's ruined. Have a listen. Don't ruin it. <laughs> have a don't have a listen. Don't ruin it. Use some cool whip. Anyway, you have some math, I believe. I, I actually this do this time. listening audience um, for our listening, listening listening listering. Yes. <laughs> our li- listering? we have a listening audience, so it's all very fresh. <laughs> our audiences. <laughs> so do you know yes, that listering was created as a floor cleaner. I think I heard that somewhere. Yes. Yeah. It was a disinfectant and, and, and as, as a cleaner. And then somebody says, hey, I can, bet I can wash my mouth out with it. I'm like, okay. I, I wonder if this person's initials were DT. 
Yeah. <laughs> because like, you know, just have shots of some Lysol and everything will be fine. Yep. 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 <laughs> anyway, yep. yeah. So I, I have a little bit of math. It's kind of a math history type thing. I don't know. you, But it's kind of interesting. Okay. So, of course, you've heard of Archimedes. He's yes. Back in 287 to 212 BC. And one of the works he did was called the Sand Reckoner. And so I want to talk a little bit about what this was. And so he asked how many grains of sand would fill, fill the universe. He, you know, he asked this, and, of, mm-hmm. of, and he wanted to find out. And at that time, it was thought that the universe was finite, a finite radius. It's yes. like they thought mm-hmm. uh, like the stars were the boundary of the universe or something. So, mm-hmm. so based on this, he made some- Yes, they est- did. They, they did. They did. So you know this. So based on mm-hmm. this, he made some estimations of how big the universe was and- of how small, like, the measurement of a grain of sand. And so, you know, so okay. he could calculate this stuff. Now, so he did all this and, and figured it out and everything, but he didn't have, at that time, they didn't have, you know, the words we have for numbers, like million and trillion and stuff. Back in those days, mm-hmm. the largest number word, and this was the Greeks, the largest number word they had was the myriad, which was 10,000, actually. That was their word for 10,000. They did also have a myriad, myriad, which was 10,000 times 10,000, which is 10 to the eighth power, which is 100 million. So they had that. Okay. But of course, grains of sand, he's got to come up with other ways to talk about how many grains of sand, because that's going to be a lot. So in order to do Mm -hmm. this, like, so, you know, we go up by powers of 10. We go 10, 100, 1,000, 10,000, so on and so forth. Um, Okay. So he went up by, since a myriad myriad was 10 to the 8th power, 100 million, he went up by Mm -hmm. that, 10 to the 8th power. Then the next would be the next level of 10 to the 8th power and stuff. Numbers up to 10 to the 8th power were called of the first order. Then the next set, so numbers from 10 to the 8th power to 10 to the 16th power were of the second order, and so on and so forth, all the way up to... Okay. A myriads order and up to a myriad myriads. I can't. That's hard to say. Like we were trying to say, what was it we were trying to say before that was really hard. I don't remember, but it's on the recording. It's on the recording. <laughs> so there is that <laughs> word that was really hard to say, and this is a hard word to say yes. too. Uh, a myriads. So a myriad myriads, myriads. order. <laughs> Okay. Um, yes. And so those are numbers. <laughs> I'm spitting all over. Um, those are numbers. Clean the microphone now. We we need a new mic now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want a new mic. So those were numbers that started with ten to the eighth to the ten to the eighth power, which is a number that has eight hundred million digits. So now they could wow. actually he could actually talk about this, but in the end he concluded that the number of grains of sand required would be ten million units of the eighth order, which is. 10 to the 63rd power, which is a one with 63 zeros after it. And um, holy that, mackerel. It's a okay. lot. Um, and that's actually what started our kind of word and powers and numbering system and everything. And as a side note, huh. I found this out just today when I was researching about this. 10 to the 63rd power, you know, we have million, trillion, quadrillion, and all these words for all those things. 10 to the 63rd power. The word mm-hmm. for it is vigintillion. I did not know that. Vigintillion. Vigin huh. with an N. Yeah, exactly. Vigintillion. And you might know, by the way, a one with a hundred zeros after it. Do you know the word for that? No. It's a Google. I don't. Oh, a Google. Yeah. Okay. And yes. a one with a Google zeros after it is called a Googleplex. Ah. Yeah. The, I thought the Googleplex was where the Google offices were. Crickets. Google. Just crickets. Plex is the Googleplex. Where the oh, Google offices are. I got it. I <laughs> like got a megaplex it. or a yeah. Yes. So, okay. I still think the crickets exist, but I just I got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, that's my math for the week. <laughs> okay. Well, and you mentioned Archimedes. Now, mm-hmm. you know, Archimedes was a character name on a certain Disney movie. Did you know that? This sounds like a thing that I know, so like but I don't remember. Question. You should probably know. So in the movie Sword in the Stone, uh, animated <gasps> Sword in the Stone, Merlin I love that had movie. an owl 
Yes, named and the Archimedes. Al- yes. I mm-hmm. the, I knew it sounded familiar, uh-huh. and yeah, I love that movie. And mm-hmm. oh, and the boy in throwing the stone, he, he's yeah, and, and then when he turns into the squirrel, that is the best. Yeah, it's very cute. Very very, very, very cute. cute. Anyway, yes, very very cute. You should watch yes. that again. And what was that that other number? A pigeon flex? No, not a pigeon flex. <laughs> Google, a virgin Google flex. flex. Not a virgin flex. No, no, no. The other word. The the fidgen, pigeon pigeon. Oh, uh, vigin, uh, vigintillion. V. It's it's vigintillion. Yeah, V I G I. Is that like a vegetarian? It's yeah. a vegetarian that has a lot of nothing because they a have so many zeros. Zeros. Yeah. <laughs> zeros. <laughs> or a uh, pigeon with no zero. Or a pigeon. A pigeon. No, so that's V. <laughs> for for any of you first taking notes on this, that's V I G I N T I L L I O N. Vigintillion. Yeah. Eventually, we'll have a, a BFFT trivia po- panel where we ask trivia questions about our podcast oh, to audience members. I like this, and we we can have other furs <laughs> on the show. We should uh, make a shout or ask yeah. furs who wants to be on the show and come in and do a little BFFT trivia. That would be cool. Trivia. BFFT trivia. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, I think, Tabin, that we have taken up enough of our listener's time. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I see what you did there. Now I'm going to have to say that. I got to say that. Yes, all the time. I think we should wrap this up. It's a short episode, but that's okay. Short episodes are okay sometimes. We don't have to fill three hours of people's time anymore. <laughs> uh, I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. <laughs> uh, thank you for being a wonderful co host. Uh, thanks to Chitaro for that wonderful review. Wonderful. I've used the word wonderful oh. twice now, three times, four times. Four times. Review of Chicken Hair and the Hamster of Darkness. I'm going to have to watch that and movie. And those are all uh, H's that are actually to H's. be pronounced. Yes. Chicken Hair, yeah, Hamster I'd, of Darkness. I'd be actually yeah. really interested to hear what you think about it. As I say, it is, it is a cute little show. Um, I definitely think it's worth worth watch. So I'll be... um. Well, there you go. It's, it's, I it don't know a, if it's a Rolex, Rolex that it's worth, but it's worth a watch. Of some, is I, it worth an Apple Watch, maybe? It's a Timex. A Timex. A Timex? Oh, a Timex. So $29.95. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So, all right. Uh, remember to get your BFFT merch at Bonfire or Redbubble, and be sure to join the BFFT chat on Telegram. And if you're interested in puppy play and all things sexually kinky, be sure to listen to my other podcast, which is called Off Leash, a definitely not safe for work podcast, which I co-host with Pup Canes and Pope Loki, which we talked about earlier, uh, when he doesn't like the word overwhelmed. overwhelmed. And uh, so until next well, time. So I want to. So how is that? How is do you have like lots of listeners? How how's that going and stuff? It's going pretty well. The, the episodes drop every two weeks. Instead of every week, like ours, it's uh, every two weeks, mm-hmm. and uh, we've got 14 episodes out there, and wow. the listenership is just up over, we've had over a thousand downloads already, Nice, um, just for those uh, 14 episodes, Very or nice. uh, seven episodes, excuse me, so yeah, so, and we just got listed on Pandora, it took 14 weeks, but we finally got listed on Pandora. I think that's what it took Why for... it took Pandora so long, yeah. I mean, that was so this long part to get on Pandora. too, right? It took so long to, but finally yeah, got there. Yeah, I don't know. Pandora's, uh, it was finally got there, so. It, it, so, it, until it next takes time, a long time to get out of that box. <laughs> I, I guess, yes, you know, there's a lot of, you know, it's, it's an entirely alternate universe inside Pandora's box. It totally is. I, I went, we've talked about Pandora's box on the past. I think we have. Do you remember what's in Pandora's box? Like snakes and things, right? I think. No. 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 The Greek, or whatever the history is, it is hope. Hope is in what's in Pandora's box. Ooh. Ah, there you and go. And also, See, you a, a, a kitty. Yes, which we don't know is alive or dead until exactly. you open the box. Exactly. We, well, all we can do <laughs> is we, hope. <laughs> we can just hope. We can just hope. That's oh, like the that's Hope good. Pregnancy Clinic here in Salem. You kind of hope you're not pregnant. So, <laughs> oh, hope pregnancy. All right. Okay. All right. I say Mubark Fluff, stay furry, Tabin, end this thing. Please end this Please thing. Please end <laughs> So thank you, um, all you furs that have been listening, um, especially if you've been listening since the beginning. You're so amazing. And even if you're just tuning in now, thank you. You're still so amazing. It means so much to us. Uh, we're here to entertain and educate and be crazy stupid. And I know we are crazy stupid. So thank you for uh, <laughs> being involved with that, I guess. Um, yes. But yeah, so until next week, I say moo bark fluff, stay furry, and have a good one. Bark, bark. 
Barely Fur Casting is an Injured Nerve Studio production and is found on all major podcast platforms or can be heard directly at barelyfurcasting.com. The opinions expressed here are those of the hosts and their guests, and no commercial compensation was granted. The Furcast is produced, recorded and directed by Barely Normal, aka Mike Began, and is edited by Barely and our associate editor Rain Raccoon. Opening and closing theme music, as well as some interstitial music, was created for Injured Nerves Productions for the use on the podcast by Reg Day with Damian Tanuki. If you would like to hear more music by Reg Day you can search for Tweezerbeak on Bandcamp or Hoop Loop Tunes on SoundCloud. Other interstitial and background music by Shane Ivers through SilvermanSound.com, Gator Tots on SoundCloud.com, and the YouTube Free is Library. Social media presences is maintained by Ziggy the Mean Weasel. Transformation Station is written and directed by Lux Operon with Rain Raccoon and is edited by Rain Raccoon. If you would like to send us a message you can do so via email at barelyfurcasting at gmail.com or on our Telegram chat at bfftchat, on Twitter, on our Facebook page, or on the barelyfurcasting.com webpage. You can help support the show through donations at ko-fi.com forward slash barelyfurcasting or through Patreon at patreon.com forward slash barelyfurcasting. Thanks for listening. We hope you come back and listen next week.